Welcome back to The Mail Right Show. My name is Robert Newman, and we are here with episode number 293. Today, we are lucky enough to be meeting with Stephen Ross, and Stephen Ross is the anti-real estate agent. He is uh, incredibly successful. He's been an agent for many years. He's recently written a book about how he does not get have to work nights or weekends and how you can't even find him online. He's going to share a little bit about bit about his book, which contains the information that uh, how he does what he does without being a typical real estate agent. So without any further ado, Stephen, if you would do us a favor and share a little bit about yourself with our audience. Awesome. Thank you, Robert. Thank you for that introduction. It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me. And again, I just want to start off by saying or acknowledging 293 episodes Man, hats off to you guys because right, it's hard to show up week in, week out. And so I just want to acknowledge, right? It really takes something. Uh, and thank you for having me on. And you know, that's really is the journey of real estate, which is really the journey of being successful at anything, is showing up time after time. And when I got into real estate 17 years ago, March 15th, 2005, I got my license. My third child was born six weeks later, my daughter. So I had three kids to feed. I'm now in commission only. And uh, maybe not the best idea. <laughs> maybe not the best idea. But I left the corporate world. I left the medical startup. And now here I am, commission only. And as you alluded, right, I am the worst person to be a real estate agent. I'm an introvert. I don't do parties or events. I don't do open house. I'm not online. You could even say I'm antisocial, right? In a business that's all about perceived at least being social. And so I had to figure out how the heck am I going to feed these three stinking kids, uh, right, in a commission-only business when I don't want to do what's required, using air quotes again, to be successful. And uh, somehow I ran into a real estate coach. He said, knock on heads, knock on doors, pick one. I thought, Dude, seriously, knock on doors. Like, I'm a UCLA grad. I've worked on Wall Street. Knocking on doors, like, that's for like vacuum cleaning people and, you know, pest control. And, you know, I'm not knocking on doors. Uh, but I, a few months into the business, I was going to fail if I didn't talk to more people. And so I found a way to start this knocking on door thing. And, um, you know, 17 years later, here I am, still here. Um, Wonderful. Well, listen, um, I want to circle back around. I have I have an infinite number of questions, having knocked on quite a few doors myself throughout the course of my career. But before we get into that, I would like to introduce my amazing co-host. Uh, John is a serial entrepreneur. He is uh, the master of this particular podcast. He's the person that uh, is behind the scenes making everything happen for the MailRite podcast. He also happens to have a second, he has not one startup, but two. One of his two startups is focused on the real estate space and helping agents who are just getting into the business or in the first few years of their business being successful uh, using uh, Facebook and CRMs and quite a few other things. But without any further ado, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce uh, yourself to our listeners and our audience, our, our viewers. I'm almost, I don't need to, you did such a great job, so I'm just going to keep it sweet and simple. Um, I'm the founder of MailRight. We help you build your real estate business without door knocking. But um, I, I, I just love Stephen's prior 
conversations about his book, and you 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 are the total opposite of a lot of the things that we plug on this show. So I just thought you'd be a great guest, Stephen. So over back to you, Robert. My name is Robert Newman. Um, I am a, a real estate SEO specialist. I've been doing it for 14 years. I'm one of only a couple of guys in the U.S. that focuses on search engine optimization and uh, usually I focus on longer term strategies that have a much higher ROI than the short term strategies that are uh, rife throughout the real estate industry. But if you want to know more about uh, how to uh, market with postcards or how to do SEO or anything else, just go to inboundrem.com. And uh, I've got, uh, I think at this point, close to 100 articles on there. And uh, you, can, you can learn everything you need to know. So having, uh, without any further ado, um, Steve, uh, at one point in my career, I ran canvassing crews for a company called ADT, and I, I've had the great pleasure of knocking on quite literally thousands upon thousands of doors and being responsible for people knocking on even more doors. Um, so you're, you're doing door knocking for real estate. I, I'm going to throw you a curveball. If somebody answers the door, how do you introduce yourself to them? Well, great. So uh, uh, here's what's, and I will answer that, but here's the thing to get about, here's what I learned very early on. Here's what's happening when I'm knocking on someone's door. Number one, I'm trespassing. (laughs) Number two, I'm interrupting them because we did not have a scheduled appointment. And I learned early on that the old scripts uh, didn't work so well. Uh, in terms of creating a relationship. Because also, what's also true is that the odds of someone moving the day I knock on their door, pretty low. And and this is, again, after my experience of knocking on over 125,000 doors. So the very first thing I do when someone opens the door is I, and I'm usually, you know, we can get into all the semantics, right? I'm stepping back. I'm turned a little sideways. I'm very, I'm dressed professionally. And the first thing I'm doing is saying, hi, I'm Steven, the realtor. (laughs) I don't use my last name. I don't use my company. It's a smile. I'm Steven, the realtor. Uh, And then they're like usually startled. And then they say, uh, hello. (laughs) And I say, (laughs) uh, well, hi. Um, And by the way, usually, because I go out at the same time every day, I'm usually out between 11, 1130 and 2. Half the people that come to the door are eating lunch. <laughs> so they come to the door in, in mid-bite. And so I say, after I say that, I say, um, it seems like I caught you right in the middle of lunch. Is now a bad time? And they say one of two things, yes or no. And I say, well, and either regardless of what they say, I say, well, what I have to say will take less than two minutes. And they usually, more often than that, will say, go. And so they've now just given me permission to talk to them. And then I say, I acknowledge what's likely true. You probably don't have any real estate plans this year. And they go, yeah, that's right. And then they say, I say, well, and you probably haven't been following the market very closely. Or, you know, you probably don't have any questions about the real estate market. And then they say, that one, they usually can go either way, but you know, usually they say, yeah, not really. And I say, well, great. Well, 
I'm not here to sell your home. You know, I come by a couple of times here and I drop off a market update and I, you know, have, and I, would you mind if I handed one to you? I always say, no, go right ahead, hand them the market update. And by now I have a pretty good sense of whether they still want to talk to me or not. And if they want to talk to me, um, I have, you know, I can go a bunch of different ways. And if they don't, I say, hey, thank you so much. Have a great day. See you next time. And off I go to the next door. So I'm only looking for people who want to talk to me. I'm not trying to convince, you know, I'm not selling pest control. I'm not selling cable services. I don't need everyone to like me at every door. I'm trying to find the people who are open to talking to me and creating a relationship. That's what I'm doing at the door. That's probably more than you asked for. No, no, it's actually the, you went, you went the direction that I was hoping that you would go. I'm sure, uh, Stephen, with, uh, with all of your experience, you've probably heard of a guy by the name of Brian Tracy, right? I have. Okay. So there's many, many different sales trainers out there, but Brian did something, uh, in one of his books many years ago that I really liked where he, he coined the term five touch system. Now it's been around forever, but basically five touches where you have a prospect and you touch them five times. And John alluded to the fact that we talk almost exclusively about digital marketing on this, on this podcast. And that's true. But to say that these traditional methods of selling somebody something or marketing something don't work is absolutely false. Door knocking works, postcards work, telemarketing works. Um, they all work. It's just a matter of how you apply them. And what I love about door knocking is it's a very powerful first touch. And what you're saying is exactly what I would advise people to do, which is there's this traditional vacuum cleaner, you know, vacuum cleaner sales thing that says you have to convince somebody to do something when you're at their doorstep. I hate that. You give a sentence, you let somebody know what you do, you add one single line of value, and then you take their temperature. That's always what I taught my teams to do. And if the temperature was bad, you let them go. You move on. And it seems to be me that you have a very similar system or style in place for yourself. Yep, that- totally, totally aligned. We're totally aligned. Yeah. Uh, John, go ahead. Why don't you take it away? I know I've just stolen the guest for like a full five minutes. I, I'm sorry. I was super excited. No, it's no problem at all. So, Stephen, obviously, it's a catchy right? It's a catchy title. You've got tons of experience, but it'd be just a short book if it was just based on what we just discussed. So, what are some like to you know? We've got about five minutes before we got to go for our break. Um, what are like two to three other real highlights that you want to emphasize that? are key parts of the story of the book, Stephen. Great. Uh, Thanks, John. So the book is not about door knocking per se, right? I use door knocking as a metaphor because how you succeed in, let me say it this way, in real estate, real estate is, (laughs) the way to succeed is to show up in a business that calls for anything but that. Right. We're all as agents, we're all independent contractors with no boss. No one really cares what we do. On the other hand, if you can show up day in, day out, week in, week out, you can have a pretty good career. And yet that's so simple, yet unbelievably difficult. And really, the book is how do you persevere over time 
in this type of environment. I use door knocking, which is the thing that nobody wants to do, right? The, what some would say is the hardest thing to do. Most agents build their business other ways. And so I use door knocking as an example of what it takes to persevere all the time and all the things that get in the way, right? The chaos of being in real estate, the overwhelm that comes from all these things to manage. Uh, and then, but I would say the, the biggest thing where people get hung up and, all, and again, the doors are a great example, is this whole need for instant gratification, right? Here, here we are, the three of us on this call, right? We're all in three different states having this, like we're in the same room, right? So we're used to having things right now, right? You want a package, you want groceries delivered, boom, click a button, it'll be at our door in two hours. But true success, and I think Robert was alluding to this, right? It takes time to really build the business. And door knocking, like most other aspects of real estate, takes time. And so people try door knocking or postcards or cold calling or whatever they're going to do or open house. They do it for a week or two or a month or two. And it's just not enough time, right? They just they have no patience for the process to evolve. And um, I think that's one of the biggest lessons uh, that I always have to remind myself and, and I'd like to share with others that it just takes time. And that really the joy, the, the joy is to settle in for the journey, right? And just enjoy the process. And things will work out if, if, as long as you stay on the path. And, uh, you know, so that's really what, what the book is about. And that's the journey it goes through. Just a quick follow-through question before we go for a break. And then I throw it back over. Um, and then Robert can ask another question. Is... When I think you touched this in one of your prior interviews, I, I totally agree with you. Most people, A, don't have the patience or they don't have a process or they don't have the financial resources that allow them. But there's also, there's a time where something just isn't working. And like what Einstein says, you know, the the guarantee of failure is repeating. I forgot precisely what you said, but basically is if you keep repeating something that failed, don't be surprised that you get the same result. Uh, um, what, you got any insight about what, where is, does it just come from the gut when you know that uh, you do have to give up on something? I mean, that, that is a great point. I think it's right. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting yeah. a different result, I think is what I think, I think that's when you were thinking of. And there is a piece of that, right? There is a balance. How do you know which one is which? Here's what I do know. In real estate, it's not rocket science, right? This business has been around a long time. Door knocking, not anything new. Open house, nothing new. Working a database of people that know, like, and trust you, nothing new. And so if you're going down a proven path and it's not working, one of two things, right? Either A, you just need to give it time, which is what we talked about. Or two, maybe, maybe you're doing something along the process that isn't, um, isn't working. It's, it's you. Like, I don't know if there's a, if you've ever heard of Ninja Selling, which is a big, uh, system in real estate. And Larry Kendall, who's from Colorado, and I've met him many, he's a great, great, great guy. I remember him saying, don't be the person where the room got lighter because you left. 
<laughs> you know, don't be the don't be the Debbie Downer. And it's easy in real estate when things aren't going well to be the person that doesn't bring joy to the room, that causes angst and stress. And so sometimes, right? I mean, I know I've met agents or people, right, who don't aren't aware of how they're making, how they're showing up in the world. And so that's true. You could be going to the doors or making your calls, but if you're showing up as greedy, um, trying, obnoxious, insensitive, um, only out for your own interest, people can pick up on that. And um, so it could be the process, but it could be you or it could be me. I'll speak for myself. So it is a balance. That's great. We need to go for a break, Robert. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back to the Mail Right Show, we'll be going into uh, the second part of the show, and I will be making some observations about the philosophical side of Stephen Ross's uh, comments and uh, digging a little bit into that. But I, um, I'm going to end the first part of the show with uh, with another quote from another sales trainer: "Your attitude." Uh, impacts your ultimate altitude, which is a Zig Ziglar saying that is slightly bastardized. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. John, Steve, you guys are amazing. Uh, We'll be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Show, where it's episode 293. We're here with the um, amazing Stephen Ross and the uh, unstoppable Jonathan Dinwood. Um, we are uh, talking about a book called Doors Open When You Knock, which so far to me has felt like uh, both a technical uh, exploration of using door knocking, but as well as a philosophical exploration of uh, that that impacts the larger pursuit of any business venture, I would say. So my observations to you, Stephen, is that a lot of what I feel like you've been saying is more uh, about um, the way that you think about doing business as opposed to the physical way in which you go out and do business. Is that is that something that you're talking about in the book? That's very well. You picked that was you're right on track there. It's like we planned it and we did not because we just met right before this started. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're talking about philosophy a lot then in your book. You're talking about the the concept of of what your mindset should be before you walk out the door and knock on a door. Is that is it is that somewhat accurate? Yeah, there's a little of that in there as well. Yeah, there's definitely a um, Again, nothing new. Do you have an abundant mentality or a scarcity mentality and, and, uh, and uh, you know, practice of gratitude? Okay. So let's make this a little personal since you're, you're, you're the, the person on the show talking to us directly. When, uh, when do, do you still do any door knocking? Is that something in your past? Do you, are you just a writer and a speaker now or do you still actually practice this? Still sell real estate. I was knocking on doors right up until COVID in March of last year. I was out for a few weeks in October last year, um, but I have not been out since. I'm hoping to maybe be out at the second half of this year. 
get back out and touch people. Gotcha. Okay, so you're ready, you're getting ready. And, and here's a couple of things that I feel like I've learned from you today so far. Number one, you without really pointing it out dramatically, you kind of seem to indicate that you are disciplined about hitting doors at the same time each day, 11 to 2.30, I think is what you said. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. And you had some really good reasons for doing that because if you're out at the same time, you're going to get some of the same sets of concerns coming from the doors that you're knocking on, which, which makes you better prepared. Is that, is that, would you say that that's true? That is true. Yeah. Okay. And so what is your, what, what is your self-talk as you're get as you're gearing up, you're awake, the kids are out the door, everything is, you know, set. What is Steve saying to Steve before he walks out the door? Um, that's really good. So I actually do it uh, in the car on the way to where I'm going. So I don't, I don't knock where I live. I, I drive now. I drive, well, I always have, but I go to certain neighborhoods. And so, I, but I am very deliberate. I've usually, um, if I, for some reason, missed my meditation in the morning, actually, that's not even true. I mostly meditate sometime in mid morning and then, and then I get in my car and I go. And then in the car, I'm not making calls, I'm not returning calls, I'm not checking texts, and I'm not checking emails. It takes me 10 or 10 to 20 minutes to get to wherever I'm going. And I'm doing one thing. I'm listening to comedy. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Why am I listening to comedy? Because it makes me laugh. <laughs> okay. It puts me in a good mood and I'm light and not serious and not uh, significant. And because right? it's people don't want, they want to have, if you want to, if I want to bring joy and inspiration to the world, I've got to be joy, joyful and inspired. For me, it's comedy. I can speak for others, but that puts me, right? It ranges the chemicals in my body. I am wired. I'm ready, right? I get out of the car. I'm laughing. I'm in a good mood. Let's go. Got you. All right. So comedy, John, I think, I, I think there's something there for you. <laughs> oh, great English comedy is the best. So you must listen to some good English. Uh, um, but... Basically, uh, um, the, the concept of door knocking, it's no different. Um, I was interviewing a great guest last week. Um, Robert um, had a prior arrangement, so he couldn't join me. But I was talking to a guest about video. And a lot of agents find it really hard to do video, to put themselves in front. You know, with digital marketing, Robert and myself, we um, we can only get people to show signs to the agent that they might be interested. The agent still has to make that phone call and then make that appointment to see the individual. In the end, it always comes to that face-to-face interaction. So what do you think... Because um, you you be honest about in your prior interviews that you you're very much an introvert or you feel you are. What what do you think the people that hire you seeing you that they like so they make the decision to hire you, Stephen? Uh, it's they hire me because they implicitly well two things they implicitly trust me. And they uh, have faith and, and belief in my capability, right? So they've, you know, they feel I'm competent. And that gets demonstrated in a couple of ways. One, 
here's the thing, right? If you show up at someone's door year in, year out, uh, that says something, right? As opposed to the person, the one postcard they got or the one person that knocked on their door one time. So that going back to what Robert talked about, the multiple touches, my experience, multiple touches face-to-face has made a huge difference, right? I see someone for two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years. They feel like they've known me forever. Um, so that's, and then, you know, when you're out walking the neighborhoods and I've, and I've, because I've knocked on 125,000 doors, I've knocked everywhere. And so my, my experience in terms of being in neighborhoods and meeting people and understanding migration patterns of where people are moving and why uh, is really good. And that comes across when people ask me questions about, you know, what's happening in the market, areas they should consider, et cetera. That's great. Over to you, Robert. So I want to talk to you a little bit about a much more smaller but mechanical but but very important part of your process. So I've always found that the most challenging bit, so so you're you're not gonna buy you're not gonna sell a home when you're sitting on their doorstep with this first knock or second knock or third knock. That's not really your next step into the sale right? Because you're not, you don't have a credit card machine with you or any of those things that many door knockers do. But there's going to be a point in which your sale starts to get made. I feel when the transference of information happens, that's when they're giving you permission or handing you off their information to you with the intention of having a deeper dialogue. Would you agree with that? Sure. Yep. Right on board. Okay. So when, how do you, how, can you give me any, a couple of examples of how that transference might occur or what you might ask in order to initiate that, that kind of deeper step into the sales, sales process? Okay. I mean, we go a couple different ways. So I'll start with the obvious one, <clears throat> the first two obvious ones. The first one is if, you know, so you and I, Robert, are connecting. I feel like we're engaged. We're, you know, on the same path. I have a decision. Can I just, I can just add you to my database and decide I'm going to mail to you a couple times a year in addition to seeing you at your doorstep. Right. I don't really need your permission to do that. That part's Correct. kind of obvious. Right. Um, but then the next thing is, well, how would I get Robert's email and phone number? Um, that's different. And one of the f- more natural ways that happens is you, I'm at the door. You're like, hey, do you know any good sprinkler people? Do you know a painter? Do you know whatever, right? I'm always asking what, you know, is there anything I can help you with? Half the time people will say, I, depending on the time of year, hey, do you have a so-and-so? Great. What's your email and your phone number? I'll send it to you. So now I have the information. (laughs) (laughs) Or someone says, hey, uh, you know, I was curious about some other piece of property or some other question or something about the market. Great. How would you like me to send that to you? You want me to text you, call you, or email you? They gotcha. Say, email. Well, here, let me. Oh, you know what? Here, take my email, but take my phone number because I'm not always on my email. So send me a text after you send it. Okay. Great. Now I have. Now I have their info. It. I. You'd be surprised when I look back through my database of all the people whose info I have. They. It just, they just naturally gave it to me. They either called me for something, texted me something, emailed me for something, something, right? Or I was at their door and we had a conversation and it just naturally came up. 
for them to give me their information. It's always natural for me. Well, you're, hey, Robert, you're, Robert, yeah, we, yeah. we need to wrap up the podcast. Hopefully, Stephen can stay on for another 10, 15 minutes for bonus. Can you stay on, Stephen? Yeah. Yeah, we need to wrap up the, the podcast part of the show, Robert. Yes, sir. So when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, I will be probably uh, opening up a second dialogue about uh, the concept. Because Steve is saying natural. And one of my... I'm a lifetime sales trainer, Stephen. That's what I used to do before I got into digital marketing. And one of those things that frustrates me is sometimes salespeople get so far down the journey, they, they, they don't remember the books that they've read and the things that they've done. But in this little dialogue, you've actually used two or three professional sales techniques that I don't know that you're calling out. So I'm going to call those out and illustrate to our audience probably why you want to always be reading books why you always want to be learning, why you want to be on top of your technique, because it becomes natural, just like Stephen said, and you forget that you learned it at some point. So uh, without any further ado, please stay tuned for us. You can find us on the male-right YouTube channel. Stephen, if somebody wants to look you up or reach out to you uh, related to your book, uh, which is Doors Open When You Knock, and you can find that book on Amazon, how would you like them to uh, get in touch with you? Doors open when you knock.com. There's a uh, com. My, yep, that's the easiest way to get hold of me. Okay, lovely. And uh, John, if, if anybody wanted to talk to you about uh, some digital lead generation, they're a new agent and uh, they're looking for some ideas about how they might uh, generate a little bit of business for themselves, how would they reach out? How would they touch yeah. base with you? Oh, thanks for that, Robert. It's really easy. Just go to the mel-right.com website. You can book a free half-hour session with me. It's all, it's on the About Us page, it's, or you can phone or email me. It's all on the website, Robert. Lovely. And ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who might uh, be interested in learning more about uh, SEO, you can always go to inboundrem.com. My information is on my website. Um, we really appreciate you tuning in and we will see you the next time, except for those of us that join us on the YouTube channel for the bonus content.